Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Decom Mission. Yeah, since obviously I won't be taking my, my stuff with me on vacation. Let me find a closet in this Airbnb where I can record. Honestly, though, when I find Airbnbs, I look for spaces to record. It's important. You never know, Sarah. You never know when you just need to watch a decom. What if a new decom came out? That's you just couldn't true. wait. Gotta but take... I'd have to wait until we watch it together for the podcast. They're more than good. They're great. They're great. Uh, happy, happy Memorial Day, y'all. Oh, yes. We are recording Week on after Memorial Day. Day. Uh... Thank you to everyone who served uh, and everything like that. Um, it's very important to remember that, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's what the memorial... That's why memorial we have day. Memorial Day. <laughs> we grew up... I mean, we grew up in a town that had a Memorial Day parade every year, and we would have to... We would never have the day off because we always had to practice marching band the whole day to go march on that parade. Yeah. I liked marching in that parade, though. I mean, I we did too. the set into my parade a couple of weeks before that, but I feel like the Memorial Day one is so much more... It was so much more chill. As I say, relaxed, even and though it's yeah. definitely more of an important one. So in our town, we have the biggest Norwegian festival, at least outside of Norway, possibly inside, like in the whole world. Um, and that parade, there are two parades. There was one on Saturday that is the called like the children's parade. parade. Yeah. And it was smaller and like more fun. And, and it went the middle opposite school... direction. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. The middle school would... would march in that parade and i don't what did i oh it's my first year in the middle school marching band it was seventh and eighth grade we played domino which was fun and then my second year we played accidentally in love you would have played domino with us now wait about it. yeah wait a minute so your first year was when i was in seventh grade yeah yeah that makes sense i'm trying yeah. to remember what i played my my seventh seventh grade i think we played gonna fly now from rocky yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. That's hard to march to. That's really slow. Yeah. I mean, we probably sped it up. That's even worse. Knowing seventh grade band. Gone off. But accidentally in love, Domino is like a perfect song to march to. It's like right at the right meter where you are like, it's like natural. Like, woo, Domino. Domino. Yeah, so that's yeah. accidentally that in love fun. was really fun. I forgot that we played that one. Once again, your memory is way better than mine. Could not tell you what we played the entirety of high school though. Oh no, I I remember I remember a couple I remember a couple of the Memorial Day songs because the Memorial Day songs were like uh, anchors. We away. got we did like God Bless the USA. I'm pretty sure one year. That might have been your freshman year. I didn't do God Bless the USA. USA. We did anchors away. Uh, we did seventy six trombones. Oh, that's a fun. Uh, God bless the USA would be really weird to march to. Maybe we didn't. Yeah, I feel like I remember it being some sort of like kind of religious toned one, and I'm like, why are we doing this one? I do not remember. I can't remember what we played in the Sunday Parade at all for any of my years. We probably played like I feel like we just folk we focused too much on remembering the oh my god homecoming halftime show stuff yeah Yeah, and homecoming stuff that we didn't really i feel like i feel like we did maybe the sunday my ones were like just rehashing those also could have been because i I also remember queen or something 
the Chicago Thanksgiving Day parades, we would always do non-Christmas songs. Like every other marching band would do some sort of Christmas song to go into the season. I remember we did my freshman year. And we did... I can't remember. It was something like Here Comes the Sun or like something that was just a general song. We might have done Here Comes the Sun, actually. My freshman year. I don't remember. I don't remember anything. I also will admit, as I mentioned before, I try and block out a lot of my high school band experience because it was bad. Also, I was I was thinking like, oh, I have to remember four years of songs. No, I don't. <laughs> Only had to remember two. two. Uh, I will say my junior year, when I didn't have to practice for the Memorial Day parade, it was kind of this thing where it's like, oh, I can take Memorial Day off. Huh? Weird. Yeah. It did always suck because back in high school and, well, ever since I was a kid, we would always go camping with my mom's side of the family for Memorial mm-hmm. Day and Labor Day weekends. So on Memorial Day weekend, I would have to drive separate to wherever we were camping, some state park in Wisconsin usually. Oh, and then sucks, yeah. I would have to drive myself back either Sunday mm-hmm. night or really early Monday morning so I could go march in the parade. Big oof. Well, the other yeah. problem with this isn't a problem. I'm going to take that back. The other thing about having to march in the Memorial Day Parade is that then that week was the start of finals. Yeah. Like that was for, especially for seniors because seniors were definitely graduating that coming Saturday and then everyone else was taking their finals the next week. So it was a mm-hmm. really stressful time. So having a day off to just study was really nice. Would have been really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Gina's last week is this week. Yeah. graduating on Sunday. She's old. She's so, so old. old. But that means we're even older. Shh. Shh. Don't tell her that. <laughs> Don't let me know. You know what Kira and I were just talking about prior to recording? Our 15-year anniversary. And I yeah. said 15 years. It's been 84 years. Yes, Sarah That's going to be almost half of our life. That's Yes. It will be exactly half of my life. No, because I was turning. I it'll, turned it'll fourteen. Be, it'll be oh exactly God. half of my life next year. Oh no, because I'm turning twenty nine next year. Yeah, you're turning. I thought you turned thirty this year for some reason. Yeah, so it'll be exactly. <laughs> I half still of have your another life. year in my twenties. Yeah, it'll be. It, it, gosh darn it, Sarah! It'll be exactly half of your life, and also you are the same age as Andy in Toy Story three. Like, come on. <sighs> This isn't oh, fair. You get all the good stuff. Was, I remember going to see that premiere. I think about that for Toy a Story lot. three. That was such. That was amazing. That was one of the best. So I've done a lot of midnight premieres in my life because my dad really liked doing them and I thought they were really fun. So I saw a bunch of the pirate movies, like Pirates of the Caribbean movies at midnight. I saw the Star Wars prequels at midnight. Um, Harry Potter had to go Harry see Harry Potter would do Twilight New Moon. Oh, yeah. We did got that stolen. together. Oh, man. Good that was times. so fun. I think we've talked about that on this, but you and two the two other people in your grade that we went with, you sit, all sat together, and then the girl yeah, in my yep, grade, we had to go sit that. separately, and we just trashed the movie the whole time, and the people around us were so mad, but it was so fun. Oh, um, uh, we used to make shirts before premiere nights, too. For the Harry Potter I remember, ones. I, I think I still have somewhere. both of mine. I should yeah. see if I can find pictures. I was so proud of my Harry Potter one, because so I have terrible penmanship, and I'm not artistic at all, but my... My um, Harry Potter lettering actually came out pretty good. Yeah, I had I one that was see just like a, it, there was like a pocket on the front, and I just put the HP there. It's at my parents' house somewhere. What yeah, was the other? So there were two midnight premieres that I really, really liked, and I'm forgetting what the other one is. Oh, it was Return of the King. Duh. Um, I was like ten years old, and it was my one of my first ones that I went to. 
And I should say I did not go to the midnight premiere for Phantom Menace because I was six. Uh, but that I did go for Attack of the Clones yeah. and um, Revenge of the Sith because I was in older elementary school then. But I wish I could remember the first premiere I went to. I wish I could remember the first movie I ever went to see. Everyone's always like, remember. my first movie in a theater was this. And my parents I don't remember, remember my first movie. So <laughs> as petty as this is, I remember one of the first movies I didn't go see. Um, my cousins all went to see A Bug's Life without me. That was really fun. I was five. Oh. But I do remember going to see Phantom Menace when I was six. So, or I think I was six. I might have been to five. I might have been, I might, or I think I just turned six. Um, that's the first movie I remember going to see. I don't remember any of the other ones. But yeah. anyway, the Toy Story 3 midnight premiere was amazing. Sarah and I bought our tickets, which sold out really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were really excited. And we get to the theater, and it's a bunch of late teens, early 20s to 30s people. Just no kids, our age group. Everyone's, everyone's like, late millennials. Yeah. And it was an IMAX. It was. And it was 3D. So giant screen. Oh, and yes. everyone, except for, like, a few... Not everyone, but it was, like, a vast majority of people were high or drunk. And they were like, <laughs> we're going to see Toy Story We were not them. <laughs> no, we were not, because we were the minority. Issues. Yeah. Um... And I will never forget at the end when Andy is saying goodbye, just the the bawling that was going on in that theater. <laughs> no one expected to because we were also, when they like, were I was going were in the to college. Incinerator. Yeah, well, yeah, and then it was like a couple people. We I remember seeing a couple people when we went to high school with who were like a year or two older than us. It was just so funny because <laughs> I just remember the incinerator scene because it had been like kind of chatty a little bit at the beginning of the movie, but then like the scene where Mr. Potato Head becomes like Mr tortilla everyone was busting it because that's one of the funniest things i've ever seen in my life and then the incinerator scene like the theater was silent Mm -hmm. and then the end everyone was just bawling yeah oh that was amazing really really amazing experience yeah and as convenient as midnight well they're not even midnight premieres anymore no i just premiere nights seven i hate that now seven yeah five o'clock seven o'clock nine o'clock it's really nice that you can reserve your spots ahead of time and just show up when you have to but there's something that i miss about lining up outside the door to get a good seat you don't have anything reserved i mean you had your ticket reserved ahead of time obviously but you didn't know where you were going to sit so you had to get there early and it actually started at seat, midnight, so people didn't spoil it. Because now you're like, "Oh, I'm going to premiere night." Yeah, no, we didn't. Was... I never reserved seats before Dream Lounger. You couldn't. We didn't reserve our seats you... for Toy Story. I mean, we went to Star. No, there wasn't an app or anything that you would go on and select seats. You just bought tickets. You couldn't even do it online. Like there wasn't a web the website. Mm-mm. Nope. Oh, damn, you're right. We had good seats though. We, we got did there really early. We I think dedicated. they let people in early looks. I don't remember lining up. I just I remember, remember sitting there for there a was, while. I think it was one of the the Hunger Games movies. It was freezing cold outside. We were in lacrosse for a, a midnight premiere, and they made people wait outside, and it was the worst. And so not even that, for that's a very the plus good movie. side about premieres nowadays. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Descendants. Anyway, Descendants. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this, this week was the first Descendants movie, um, it came out in 20-something, I'll look it up in... 2015? Sure! Uh, let me read the blurb. Um, this is Zapped. I definitely don't want to be on Zapped. <laughs> I want to forget that Zapped even exists. 
Please let me escape, Zapped. Please, website. Thank you. Descendants. There we go. Um, okay, yes, it's from 2015, it's rated TVG, it's an hour 54, so it's quite long. Coming of age fantasy musical. All those make sense. Yes. It's less of a musical than I was expecting, though. Like, there's only, like, four songs. Yeah, you kind of forget about it being a musical, and then a song just randomly starts happening, you're like, oh yeah, Yeah. this is a musical. Okay. Yeah, I mean, mean, some of the songs really don't, like, they really come out of nowhere. Like, the song that she sings when they're, like, at that lake or whatever are weird, and it's just weird out of nowhere, and it's like a clip show. I was like, why are we seeing scenes that we literally just saw? Like, the the scene where she's going to get there? It's like, we just saw that a minute ago. Why do we have to see this again? Yeah, that was really I was weird. joking. I'm like, they're going to show the scene where she starts singing, like, as she's singing. <laughs> it did feel like they were going to. Um, Yeah, this is 2015. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 2015. Okay, so the blur, the big blurb is Disney's most notorious villains and their descendants are imprisoned on a forbidden island. But when the benevolent teenage son of King Beast and Queen Belle take the, takes the throne... Wow, I'm going to say that again. But when the benevolent TJ... Wh- okay, no, I'm not. But when the benevolent teenage son of King Beast and Queen Belle takes the throne, he offers the troublemaking offspring a shot at redemption. With the kingdom's fate now in their hands, will they help all the villains regain power or embrace the innate goodness and save their innate goodness and save the kingdom? That's a long blurb. It's really long. Doesn't Beast have an actual name or is he just King Beast? Yeah, his real name is Adam, but they only (laughs) call him Beast. King Beast. Yeah, he's King Beast. Also, this is so mean. I'm going to preface it. It's really mean. They couldn't find a prettier woman to play Belle. Yeah, or at least, I don't know if she was wearing a wig or if that was just her hair, but like give her some sort of like elegant updo or something instead of whatever they had she just looked like a regular mom and like for most of the other princesses i'd be like yeah sure whatever but her name literally means beauty like the the movie is called beauty and the beast also she's the only princess that we see i was wondering that i'm like are all the princesses supposed to live in this one little kingdom now instead of their own country yeah. all their, or do they send their kids to this boarding school I think it's they... a mixture of both but the yeah. other thing is that I mean from what I remember of Descendants 2 you don't see any of the parents or like any of the original Disney characters like they're because oh. I remember thinking it was kind of weird now that I've seen Descendants 1 wow seeing Descendants 2 out of order was weird um, I didn't I ask know, I, for it. But. I kind of feel like it would be fun to not see the parents and just see the kids. I get that, like, obviously, it's just a weird, after it's a weird seeing this, like, both. you have to see yeah. them, because especially the villains, you have to see them. Well, but it's kind of like, you, you know kind of what the parents are supposed to look like, because you yeah. grew up watching the movies, but you don't know what their kids look like. I think my thing is that I knew in this movie that they did show um, at least some of the villains, because I knew that uh, Christian Chenoweth was Maleficent, which is such a good. It's such a good pairing from Christian Chenoweth and Dove Cameron to be mother and daughter. They look so similar. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was weird going into Descendants two and and have there be no one except for the kids, which is fine. But I was kind of like, oh, they're not back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I have literally no idea what's going on. Yeah. I guess the weird things for me is like the fairy godmother who's the same age 
it appears to be is like Belle. It's like, well, she was supposed that to was be weird. or at the same age as Cinderella. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah. I did one thing I did appreciate about this movie is that it was colorblind casting mm-hmm. for the most part, unless someone yeah. was already like with Jay Jafar's kid or Mulan's kid Lonnie. Like they were still Middle East of Middle Eastern descent or of that. I don't even know if Boo Boo Stewart is Middle I'm pretty sure he's native Canadian. Hmm. So I might cut that. But um but they, you know, if someone was, if some, if a character was already like meant to be a person of color, like they were, like Mulan's daughter was still of Asian descent, mm-hmm. so that made a lot of sense. But um, but then like Aurora, Aurora, and her daughter. yeah, yeah, she was she was a woman of color, which was cool. However, um, there was some stereotyping that was not great. Like for example, when Mulan's daughter came on screen for the first time, she was wearing a very not great outfit that Ethan verbally was like oh no no because she was wearing like you know that (laughs) I don't even know how to describe it but she had like this like you know bangs bob hair with like flowers and and the uh, this is just a very stereotypical looking like what you think of like Chinese dress and it was just like exactly which rough Obviously, you've seen De- Descendants 2 before, so you knew that. No, <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't. they took the feedback. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I didn't know that they looked like this in Descendants. No, because, like, yeah. yeah, you you were surprised that it, it looked like it did in this movie. But you're like, yeah, it doesn't look like that in the second movie. They they listened to feedback and corrected that, thankfully. From what I remember, yes. Um, But now I need, to, I need to look up Boo Boo Stewart. Now I'm interested. Because I've seen Boo Boo Stewart in a couple other things, but... One of them was him being a native Canadian, so... Oh, yeah, I forgot he was in Twilight. <laughs> oh, is he one of the wolves? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's sponsored by Gibson Guitar. Wow. His mother is Japanese, Chinese, and Korean, and his father is Russian, Scottish, and Blackfoot Native American. Wow. He's cool. Yeah. He's also like a certified stuntman because his dad was a stuntman. Boo Boo Stewart was my favorite character in this entire movie. Yeah. Um, Him and um, Evie. Uh, Evie, yeah. Evie, Spia, the, they were my Spia favorites. Car- Carson. Um, she, yeah, they were really, really good. So in the last episode, I mentioned that there was something about this, the Descendants 2 that, that was bothersome. And what it was and what I remembered was that Evie was really boring. So I... Oh, I hope she doesn't get really boring in the second movie. I don't think she does. I think the problem for the second movie is kind of a spoiler for the second movie is that it is literally all about Mal. Ugh. It's a huge she's bummer. She's like the... <laughs> she's the least she, I mean, she's one of the main characters in this movie, but she was one of the least exciting to watch. Which so. isn't Dove Cameron's fault. It's just It's just. It's the, the way that the characters are... Yeah. yeah. Evie's really funny and vain and, like, figures out she's smart and it's really fun. Uh, Jay, who's Boo Boo Stewart, who's Jafar's son, is, uh, like, realizes he's really good at sports and it's, like, a total, like, meathead and, it, like, himbo and I love him. Uh, if there's a himbo, I'm going to love him. It's just, it's just what happens. And then Carlos is my least favorite, actually. He, I might like him less than I like Mal. He, nothing against Cameron Boyce, who did a really great job and what happened to him was really sad. But, um... Carlos is just, like, it's just the least developed. Also, it's weird. 
it's weird to have Maleficent's kid, the Evil Queen's kid, Jafar's kid, and Cruella's kid. So three people who are magic, and then Cruella. Yeah. It was a weird I didn't think combo. about that. That is really weird. But I mean, he did have are... really awesome outfits a lot of the time. Oh though. god, the costumes <laughs> Give him that. Were so rad. Um, but the I get why it's Cruella because those are four really big villains in the Disney universe. But it was yeah. a it it's just it was interesting. I kept thinking back to the the Disneyland sing along at the haunted mansion with the 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 tree scene, you know, when they're all walking so by. So scary. Yeah. And I'm like, "Okay, so they've got Maleficent, Cruella Deville, Jafar, and the Evil Queen." And then the Evil Queen and um Captain Hook. Yeah. So I'm like, "Oh, they kind of took the characters from that scene <laughs> besides Captain Hook." God, I love that sing-along. It's so fun. <laughs> now I want to go watch that one again. That hook mask, though, in that is so scary because he is. just has these huge pupils. Uh-huh. Like, he has, like, the whites of his eyes, but his pupils are, like, almost to the edge. It's so scary. And I think, isn't everyone else a face character? No, it's just, it's in, in that one specifically, it's the big bad wolf. Oh, right, the evil queen the is. The evil queen is the hag. Yeah, True. Um, Captain Hook. Who's the other one that goes across? Now I need to look it up. Cruella. No, but, Cruella? Oh, maybe she, maybe she's in costume too. Well, she's, no, but she, I don't know if she's even in it. I think in, the, in that specific part that I'm thinking of. She also might be in the, the Disneyland Paris one because Jafar is in the Disneyland Paris one. God, it's so scary. This version is still like the scariest version of this song. <laughs> I mean, it's Thurl Ravenscroft singing the whole song, and it's much slower and horrifying. Um, and these trees are so scary. The trees are horrifying. They're so scary. I don't know why I was thinking Jafar was in that, too. He's definitely not. Why he's was I thinking? Disney- he's in the Disneyland Paris one, though. Yeah, which- maybe I'm merging. It's, it's so scary. It's so scary. Okay, so there's the hag. The wolf. The wolf. And I forgot hook. about that. And then the hag again. Okay. And then Donald in his ghost outfit and Maleficent. So Maleficent's the only face character. In yes. Okay. This is so scary. It's it still <laughs> freaks me out. It's it's so scary. It's it's. it's I know, <laughs> but she is, can't stop watching. I can't because it's fascinating. Um. It's, it's so scary. It's just scared the bejesus out of me. We'll, we'll share Listen, it was, please, Yeah, please go watch Grim Grinning Ghosts. Disneyland Ghost. sing-along songs, Grim Grinning Ghosts. Also, just watch the Disneyland sing-along songs. This is from 1991, and it's really full of 90s charm. Oh, uh, the step and in it, time scene where everyone's just got their little 90s outfits on, and they're stacking up the, the mini plushes. Yeah. <sighs> That's Whistle While You Work. Oh, it is. Wait. Yeah. Step in time is doesn't it like merge into step in time like once they drop the rope? I think it does because then they're all everyone's like marching in. Yeah, there's step in time and there's walking right down the middle of Main Street. What well, I really like the um, the rumbly in my tumbly because the poo and the e- <gasps> yeah. you are just so cute. Yes. <laughs> I like the the um the country bear jamboree. Yeah, great outdoors. Great outdoors. Because oh those bears it. freak me out too. <laughs> oh, they are scary. 
but they like it's just something about the fact that their faces are so static yeah just the, the face holes in the middle of their necks because <laughs> yeah. they're so tall so the first thing speaking of <laughs> animals the first thing that ethan says when we start this movie is he goes where's jafar's son not jafar oh my god he goes where's scar's son <laughs> and i was like oh my god and then he's like where's king louis kid <laughs> that must have been what i missed so yeah, the was. music was so like the beat was so loud that i could not hear anything except for some of what kira was saying even though the volume was turned down almost all the no, way it was on very weirdly mixed i mean it was fun this yeah. is the first decom was great that reprieve. had that kind of music in it so i mean it was interesting to have something different yeah i thought that this movie had more songs i'm actually gonna look it up because i know i know some of the songs from descendants 2 and i think i thought hold on descendants i thought that w-i-c-k-e-d song was going to be in this one but apparently it's in a different descendants movie that's one that pops up all the time on disney i think that's two rotten to the core was in this rotten to the core is in the first one which i knew Chillin' Like a Villain, that's the one that I thought I forgot about. I liked um, Maleficent's song in this. That I'm was my sure. favorite a, song. Isn't that a sound on TikTok? Maybe that's why I'd heard it before. Maybe, but I don't even know. But that song was great. I mean, it was Christian Chinois, so of course it was going to be really fun. Yeah. But that was my favorite song. I also love so, that she, like, isn't... I mean, I've never seen Wicked, but isn't... Doesn't she play the opposite character? Yeah, like, she's Elphaba Elphaba's the one who usually gets to fly and everything, and she's usually just not... That, yeah, but so. Glinda's the Glinda's the evil one in that that musical in the first act. She's such a brat. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I that was my favorite song. The song that Ben sang was really fun, and that kid can sing and dance, but boy, can he not act! Oh yeah. Oh God! Every time he was on screen, <laughs> I was like, "Please go away." I feel like he had a different accent every time he talked too. Also, what? the heck was he doing becoming king at 16 that makes no sense to me like why he should have just been crowned something else like he should have been like you are now being my royal advisor or something right the fact you that he are was, now like, the duke of the something yeah. and the king is only like king beast or whatever king is only beast. supposed to be like 30 something yeah maybe early maybe he 40s. just got sick of it <laughs> also i'm sick of being king beast all of these all of these disney characters have one child yeah no siblings one child only like the villains i get but like the i feel like the <laughs> the heroes and the princesses and stuff would uh be cranking out the children yeah they're helping control the the human population apparently cut down on the surplus population <laughs> um uh what a weird i had a thought and i lost it <laughs> reference that i just made Okay, let's jump into one of one of our things. We want to do test of time or moral? Uh, let's do moral because I hadn't oh. really thought of test of time yet, and I, I have a few really thought right of now. moral. So <laughs> I wrote down Actually, a few things. I didn't write down anything, but I did think of I did think of something that I think is the accidental true moral of this movie, which is don't listen to your parents. I have one of my things I wrote down is you are not your parents. Yeah. I think that's something that they were trying to hint at as a side I think, moral i think i think it, i think well i think you are your own person i think it's kind of like that you you are your own person and you can choose your own path um it's kind of like the um teen beach like you 
no one has to write your fairy tale for you. Yeah. And uh, uh, your fairy tale Halloween town is your own. What the heck? Oh, yeah. The Halloween town moral was let your children learn from for themselves. Learn their own lessons for themselves. I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's... It's, yeah, I mean, it's more It's more like you aren't your parents. You don't have to yeah. be your parents. Uh, obviously, good is better than evil. Yeah, good is more powerful than evil. Yeah. Good, good those were Those were the two big ones that I wrote down. I also had listen to your heart. Pretty sure they said that in there. <laughs> and anything is possible. <laughs> Which they referenced at the beginning with the morphing statue of King Beast. Anything is possible. possible. We have a morphing statue to remind us of this every day. Let me see if there's any quotes from this movie. Also, I'm probably not going to talk about the director because it's Kenny Ortega and we all know that Kenny Ortega is good. Mm -hmm. Uh, quote. Oh, one of Evie's (laughs) morals. Don't play dumb to get a guy. I do like that one. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> sorry one of the quotes on imdb is maleficent going up to beast who's like frozen when she freezes everybody she goes mm, and another time and another time <laughs> oh god what a weird this script is so weird <laughs> sorry there's an interaction between jafar and jay where jafar goes recite our mantra and jay goes there's no team and i and jafar goes you're making me tear up <laughs> Oh god. Oh, this movie's fun. It's not it's not perfect. It's not it's not what I was exactly what I was hoping for, but it's it was a good time. And the it performances was, yeah. are so stellar. And especially after part. coming from the last three or so movies that we just watched. Yeah. No kidding. Such a relief. <laughs> so what do you think what do you think the true moral of this movie is? I think it's something along the lines of good is more powerful than evil. Yeah. And then also, I think you are not your parents or something along that line. It's like the opposite. It's like the opposite of blood is thicker than water. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess, however, we. I'm going to look up what the opposite. What's. (laughs) What is the opposite of blood is thicker than water? (laughs) Water is thicker than blood. Technically, it's actually the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay. What? The full saying is blood is of covenant. This means, which means that the bonds between you, those of you do not share DNA with is stronger than those you do share it with. Why don't people know that? So maybe it kind of is blood is thicker than water. Maybe. But I was going to do the thing that we did with Den Brother, where we changed it so instead of the blood of the covenants, like, the blood of the villains is thicker than the water of the... No, the blood of the... The blood of the heroes is thicker yeah, than the water of the Yeah, I was going to say, not the, the blood of the villains, yeah. yeah. I think that would be fun. Poison of the villains! There we go, I did it. Ooh. The 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 magic... The magic of the of the heroes is stronger than the poison of the villains. There we go. There we you go. It. Perfect. And then I'll put in parentheses, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the... Because, you know... Because it is, it is kind of like a found family as well, because it is... The found family of the four of them mixed with the found family of the heroes and princesses and whatever. Right. It's a found family. It's the friends we made along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, test of time. The thing about test of time is that there's well, we got, so there's so much we, money in this movie. There is. Do you want to rank so the moral before money. we go on to that? No. <laughs> 
It's we're too tired. We can't remember to rank a moral. I'm so hot and sweaty. Um, <laughs> my closet is toasty, toast, mm, toasty farm, mm, toasty farm. Uh, That's the second week in a row you've referenced men in tights. I'm gonna reference men in tights forever. <laughs> I'm always gonna re- reference men in tights with you. Um, where the heck is? So return to Halloween Town's moral is good always conquers evil, but that one was <laughs> so much worse. You gave a one and I gave a one point five. Obviously, so this movie does bad. a lot better of a job than Return to Halloween Town. So where the frick is it? Where's Teen Beach Two? There it is. Um. Oh right, it's after all of the Halloweens. Um. So this is kind of an interesting one because <clears throat> obviously in the end of it. They're on the good side, but then there's that little subtle thing where they're they're leading into the sequel, and they're like, oh, but it's not over yet. Yeah, so, I don't think this is as good of a moral. Like, the moral isn't preached as well as it is in Teen Beach 2, but looking oh, no, at Don't Look yeah. Under the Bed with The Road to Hell is Paved with Good Intentions, I have that at an 8.25. That's pretty similar. Do I have anything at an 8? I'm sure I do. I have Jump In at an 8, which is Follow Your Heart. And I have Xenon at an 8. I have Jump In at an 8.25. I kind of want to do the same. Yeah, I'm feeling that for this. I'm waffling between an 8 and an 8.25. But I'm really curious to see how this whole good conquers evil thing plays into the second movie. You know, but I don't. I think what I'm going to do, and this is, I know, I know everyone's going to hate me and I'm sorry. I'm bumping Xenon up to an 825 because I was thinking about it. I was like, Xenon's a better moral, done better than the jump in moral slightly. So now, yeah, I'm putting this as an 8.25 because I was like, it's at the same level as Xenon and um, Don't Look Under the Bed, but it's definitely better than jump in. It's an 8.25. Okay. Yes. And I am interested to see, I have like... Like I said, I have a vague memory of what happens in Descendants 2, so I kind of know whether or not they retcon this moral, but... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, that's another thing in the wrap-up that we can always play yeah. with when we go back to it. Gotta love a good retcon. Um, so the test of time. Uh, there's a lot of money in this movie. <laughs> There's a lot of money in this movie. Like, there's there's, so at the end of this movie, they have Malefic- Maleficent turn into a dragon, and that dragon looks pretty darn good. The thing about that scene that looks bad is that the floor is green screened, and it looks like Boo Boo Stewart is running on air. Yeah, and the people are outlined kind of, like, you can tell. Yeah, that they're so just that's not great. <laughs> so it's definitely not a 10 test of but time. But for a DCOM, because during but- this, I was like, well, obviously it's not, like, production value as much as a theatrical release like High School Musical 3, but for a DCOM, for a TV release? Yeah. So I kind of want to rank it the same as the first Xenon movie because it's like, there's some bad effects, but overall, because of its fantastical qualities, it's pretty long-lasting. And it was very popular. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it will be. It was only made in 2015, but I mean, it's been six years since then. Yeah, but it had a huge merchandising... uh, Yeah aftermath basically i mean people are kid people are still buying those costumes for their kids for halloween and there are still kids at disney world and disneyland who walk around in like mal and evie costumes also it yeah. sucks i remember being, 
I remember being at Disney World and this mom was really mad that they had an Evie costume, but not a Mal costume because her daughter wanted to be Mal. She didn't want to be Evie. I'm like, I don't want to be Evie. Evie 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 had better costumes too. Evie's costume with like her poncho. So cool. So cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to give an 875 because that's what I have for Xenon. And I just feel like that's a good comparison. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's just, it's... And, yeah, looking at other musicals, too. Teen Beach Movie, I have it a nine. I don't want to go as high as that one, obviously. No, I, I don't want to give Teen it a nine. Beach... I think that the I think that the CGI, that scene, bumped it down a whole point for me, because it was like, it, that's going to age really poorly. Most of the other CGI is very good, but that one specifically was so bad. Also, the one point, that freaking song that Mal sings, where it's the clip show. That's why yeah. I'm like, no, it's gotta, it's gotta be, it's, it's lower than a nine. Yeah. And then High School Musical, I have way down at a six. So, yeah, this so one I think I'm gonna put, um, do I wanna do a seven, seven, five, or an eight? Uh, also, the Be Your Guest song really. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I hated that song that. so much. I'm like, oh, oh I, I loved the songs until they did the cover of Be, Be Our Guest. I think oh, I'm going to do a 775. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. My problem is that I have Jump In at an 8.5. I'm like, this holds up better than Jump In. Oh, that's true. What did I give Jump In for this? An 8.5. I gave that an 8.5. I know. We were really generous to Jump In because it was one of our earlier good movies. Yeah, I mean, I still really love Jump In, too. No, it still it does hold up pretty well. Let me see. I might jump. I might bump it down. Um, do I have anything at an eight for test of time? I don't think I do. Congratulations, jump in! You're now at an eight. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm giving this an eight five. I'll give this one an. I'll do an eight. I'm gonna keep jumping where I have it, and maybe down the line I'll switch it up i just the thing about jump in that i've been thinking about is that every single time i think about it i think about just how 2008 it feels and i'm like you know what it's as a story it's it it holds up really well for what it is but just like it just feels really of its time in kind of a negative way mostly a positive way but just enough where i'm like i think it's like a it's a, I think an 8 is more fair. Maybe an 8.25 down the road. But for now, I yeah. think... I, think I guess, I'm, I mean, I'm I don't either. I don't feel that way. I feel like that's I fine. still would like watching it, but... Oh, that's I do also, like watching it. also it. could be... I, yeah, I grew up with it. Maybe I just... Yeah. I, no, I have no problem with you. Or we just have thing. different opinions on movies. Wow. No, <laughs> that's, not, that's not okay. We can only disagree on Halloween Town. That's the only, the only one. one. Um, it's also that I just really like Corbin Blue, so I also really like Corbin Blue. How dare you? <laughs> Corbin Blue and Kiki Palmer together—it's great. But you also forget about the credit scene where it's just the dad jumping up and down and releasing <laughs> I love that scene. It's so ridiculous. So funny. Um, oh god, I have no idea what to rank this in regards to overall ranking. I was yeah, I was. It. I was trying to think of that, too. I don't want to put it at the same level as Teen Beach Movie, but I definitely no. want to go higher than High School Musical. Yes. But I have that at a B. 
So maybe I'll do a B plus. I uh, I've been thinking, um, High School Musical, High School Musical, High School Musical, High School Musical. Yeah, B. <sighs> we were so nice to Hatching Pete. I I was just looking that at that too. I'm like I have that at a B plus though. But don't look under the bed. I have it at a B plus. I think. I mean, I think our uh. How do I have it in a... Oh, I have it at 76. I think our season wrap is going to be looking at all those Bs and Ds and really... Oh, yeah. I know a ton of my Bs. Cs and Ds are just out of the range. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to give this a very high B plus right now. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe... I was I was going to possibly do a low A minus, but for now I'll do a high B plus and yeah, I'm see just gonna what give happens. It, I'm just going to give it... Do I have anything else at an 82 for a B plus? 13th year to 79, which is better than the 13th year. Um, I've jumping is an 80. You wish it was a 78. Yeah, I'm going to give this just... Do I want to give it an 81 or an 82? I'm going to do an 82. Yeah, I'm going to do an 82 as well. Because it is, it yeah, really is just teetering on the edge of A plus, of A minus. Like, it really, it really is, like, it's got, like, one toe in. It's almost there. And I'm hoping that Descendants 2 or 3 maybe will even bump it up. I don't know if they're going to get better or if they're going to go downhill. I don't know. I I mean, I hope they at least kind of all stay at the same At least level. as they are, yeah. I hope it's not, like, a Xenon thing where they just... <laughs> or Halloween Town where they just get progressively worse. Oh, God. So much worse. So one... one issue i have and i mentioned this in the last episode with the the decom musicals is that they started gearing really young as time went on where it's like with high school musical they were kind of able to grab onto that like late preteens early mid-teens age group but then Team Beach movie, they were able to to kind of keep it towards the like late preteens, early teens a little bit, but it was already it was a little bit trying to especially with Team Beach two it was starting to slip down into the younger groups. But like Descendants is really popular among like elementary school age kids. Yeah. So it's like I mean I think the middle schoolers are okay with it, but I think I mean it's really geared towards young young kids, and I think that's kind of a bummer. That they, for a while, they were able to kind of hit a balance, like, really strike a balance with, like, this This appeals to younger kids and older kids. But I think they really just, you know, dove headfirst into capitalism and just went, more money for younger kids. Let's see, how old would Gina have been when this came out? So, six years ago, she would have been 12. 12 I know she really likes this movie. Yeah, so like so yeah, she it, would have been like around like middle school, early middle school age. But there's so, no yeah. high schoolers who like this movie. Like this was there, there was absolutely like Teen Beach one and two. Like it kind of there were a, like early high school might have liked it, but like this one, there's no way. It's like middle school is they cut off. Yeah, which is kind of a bummer because I mean, there's some kind of adult themes in this movie. I mean. The relationship aspects between, like, Mal and Ben and Audrey. Um, and just the idea of beauty and, like, inner beauty and outer beauty. Because, oh, that's another moral, really, is, is you know, 
beauty is is what's within. Yeah. And the whole thing about like not having to be your parents. I feel like the older you get, like going into high school, there's a lot of pressure. Yeah. From your parents or other people to be like, oh, you're dead's doctor. Like you have a lot to live up to, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's another thing that I wish that they'd done a little bit more with Ben and his parents is, like, yeah. he shouldn't have just been so ready to be king at 16. That felt really weird. Yeah. Like, along with the fact that why is he becoming king at yeah. that age, like we talked about earlier. It's like, what if he didn't want to do that at that age? What if he wanted to live a normal life for a little longer? Right. No, it was, it was a bit, he's a bit weird. But it's still a really, these are a really cool concept that they didn't take too seriously. Like, these movies are still pretty lighthearted, mm-hmm. which they could have been really heavy into, like, ooh, the villain's kids, ooh, you know, guys, like, we really gotta do this. But the fact that the the costumes were so cool and, like, makeup was cool and the like, set design and the choreography was good and the songs, for the most part, were pretty good, mm-hmm. it helped. Yeah, and I think bringing, even putting thought bringing... into char- thought into characters like, oh, the evil queen, she has her mirror. Let's make her daughter a little bit more vain and like be into her looks and realize that she's more than just her looks. She's also smart. Just like the way that they conceptualize the characters is really neat. Yeah. Okay, so there's in the in the trivia for IMDb for this movie, there is a lot of stuff that's just kind of I guess explained in like the there's like a book series or something. There's also like the there's like an animated partner series that came out for it. Um, one of those trivia points is one that I already knew, which is that um, <laughs> the the mansion used for the school is the same mansion that's used for Lex Luthor's mansion in Smallville. Mm-hmm. I recognize that mansion wherever right I away. go. Yeah, because I've seen that so many times. Uh, apparently the reason that Ben asks for those specific four is because he saw a vision of a girl who looked like Mal, which, okay, this is a problem I had. It's like, why? He, he immediately wants, I want Cruella DeVille's son, Jafar's son, Maleficent's daughter, and the Evil Queen's daughter. It's like, why do you know those four? Yeah. And why those four? It was just a weird one. Apparently Mal isn't her full name. Maleficent, her mother, won't give Mal her full name until she proves she's evil enough. Isn't that sad? Uh, that's very sad. So, uh, da 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 da. So apparently this was not like going to guess, be a musical. We should guess what her full name's going to be. Unless we're Mallory. never actually going to figure it out. Mallory. I feel like it's got to be something more unique. Maladjusted. <laughs> um... Apparently this wasn't going to be a musical until Kenny Ortega came on board on board to direct. I forgot about Doug, the actual best character in the whole oh, movie, Doug. Rad Doug. dancer. Doug is adorable. Yeah, you see that at the end, the the last yeah. dance number. You're like, okay, Doug. You Doug can, is Dopey's son, and he's like really supportive of Evie and like tells her she's smart even when she feels like she's stupid and she wants all these like beautiful boys, but then she realizes that Doug is there. It's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and he always forgets Sneezy for some reason. There was going to be a character named Aziz, son of Aladdin and Jasmine's, but for some reason he was cut out. Coincidentally, there was also a character named Aziz in the Aladdin 1994 TV series. Okay. (laughs) I remember that TV series. 
I remember eating my cereal before school watching Aladdin the series. That and the um, Hercules series. Oh, yeah. The Lion King series. Oh, yeah. Boo Boo Stewart was in Days of Future Past. I forgot. Beep, boop, beep. Beep, 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 The dragon at the end of the movie took over 2,000 hours to animate. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How many people worked on that? Probably a lot. Wow. Do they just have tons of stuff on there or what? It's so much, and most of it does not matter. It's just, like, really stupid. Like, it's acting debut for this person. It's like, who cares? I care. Apparently, Sophia Carson originally auditioned for the role of Audrey. That's kind of interesting, I guess. Uh, Jafar's son, Jay, is portrayed as a thief more similar to the character of Aladdin than his father, who is a sorcerer and political figure. Jafar himself is portrayed like the market salesman at the beginning of Aladdin rather than the original Jafar, which was weird. And both of us were like, why? Yeah, that was a strange choice. It was weird and felt slightly racist. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, the kid who played Ben was 21. What? He looked really young. That's actually surprising. I wonder how old everyone else was when they were filming this. Were they all like 18, 19? Or were they 16, 17, 18? Probably in their late teens, I would say. Uh, do, do, do. Uh, Sophia Carson is the oldest of the main cast. Sophia was born in 1993, so she was also like 21, 22. Uh, Boo Boo is a year younger than me. Duff Cameron is, was born in 1996. And, Cam- and Cameron Boyce was born in 1999. So he was really young. He was actually only 16. Mal's name means bad in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to have the uh, House of Holbein stuck in my head again. <laughs> no. <laughs> House of Holbein. That's uh, good. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. There's There we go. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the next two movies, but unfortunately, our next movie is The Swap. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I forgot we have our random movie. Yeah. So we have The Swap, and then we have Descendants 2 and Descendants 3. I know nothing about The Swap, except that I'm pretty sure that it's a body-swapping thing between a guy and a girl, so I don't have uh, my hopes. It's gonna be like, it's a boy-girl thing. All right. Uh, maybe it'll be a super F and actually won't be that. super tasteless, so... I hope so. hoping. just really want a super F. I was really hoping for one this season. Right. It's probably not going to be Descendants 2 or 3, so we I hope it's we not. better get it. That'd be really sad. One thing I know about Descendants 3 is that um, Cheyenne Jackson's in that movie, and he plays Hades, and he's great. So I'm really excited for Descendants 3. Oh, that is In fun. regards to that. Cheyenne Jackson, for anyone who watched 30 Rock, played Danny the robot. Um, he's also a pretty veteran Broadway guy. He's neat. He's a great singer. One of the funniest things from Fairy Rock is when he and Jenna sing uh, the Christmas waltz and he has to sing out of key. It's just so funny. Uh, anyway. 
So, yeah. yeah. Uh, DCOM mission for the week? Huh. Uh. Have some apples. (laughs) Make sure they're not poison. Eat some apples apples. while you watch the Disneyland sing-alongs. Yeah, watch the... Have some apples... And like caramel or peanut butter, and watch the Disneyland sing along video because it's oh, it'll give you joy. It sounds like such a fall thing, like caramel apples, watching the Halloween clip in the in the sing along. I kind of want to go watch all the sing alongs from my mom's house. Stop. She's got like twenty of the Disney sing alongs. We we watched a bunch of them at one point. We one did. of them was terrible. The Animal Kingdom one was awful. You must have been a beautiful, beautiful baby. baby. <laughs> I remember but watching that game, Sarah. I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> it's not as good as taking pictures is making, making memories. memories. I'm walking right down the middle of Main Street, USA. Uh, it's so such good. Such good jams. Please go watch that if you haven't yet. It's probably on still on DVD, YouTube somewhere. Like me. <laughs> it is, I'm pretty sure, on YouTube. Well, most of them by themselves are on YouTube because I just looked up the Halloween one, so or the Haunted Mansion one, I should say. Yeah. Anyway, uh, right. we will time to go to bed because we're both super tired. We're tired. Headaches. And I've had a Woo. headache for twenty four <laughs> hours. I hide it well. Uh, more than twenty four hours now. But anyway, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.